What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Shots from the Winchester podcast brought to you by Greencastle Consulting. I'm here with Daniel Lee, owner of Farina Pasta and Noodles. All right, so we're downtown Philadelphia right now. We're not at the Winchester, obviously. Um, but I, I, we needed to get down here and talk to you, Daniel, because you're a veteran. You're also a black-owned business mm -hmm. in Philadelphia. Tell us a little bit, before we get too deep into it, tell us a little bit about your uh, veteran background, your, your military background. Yeah, so uh, I got into the Army right out of high school. Yeah. Um, I signed my contract, I think, while I was still in school. Yeah. Uh, so I shipped off to basic out in June. I did four and a half years in the Army. I was uh, EOD, mm. um, Explosive Ordnance Disposal. It was a really, really fun job. Mm. Um, didn't deploy. We were at the tail end of uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, so all the deployments right. were winding down. Mm -hmm. So I didn't end up deploying, uh, and that was part of the reason why I ended up leaving. You know, the contract was up, and I was like, well, we're not really doing much, so I just wanted to get out. And from there, I just uh, hopped off and went over to Drexel here and did the culinary school. That's, a, and that's another good fact, too. Mm -hmm. Drexel is awesome. I love that school. Yeah. Um, culinary, what, what drew... What drew um, you to culinary. What, what got you thinking about food? Well, I've always loved cooking. Yeah. Like ever since I was a kid, my family has, they're a big, big, big cooking family. Mm. My aunts, my uncles, everybody can cook. Yeah. So I was kind of like up underneath my mom, my grandmother, they showed me a lot and mm. I just, I fell in love with it. Uh, and then, you know, I didn't want to do that in the military. I wanted to do something that was more hands-on, that right. was more dangerous. My mom thought I was trying to kill myself. <laughs> Of course, you know, <laughs> explosives but, right, stuff, right, you know, right, but yeah. I got it. I got all my fingers and everything, so I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to do something um, when I got out that was more, you know, aligned with what I already knew. Yeah. You know, and Drexel was perfect. You know, I searched up culinary schools on the East Coast uh, that were kind of more in the Northeast. And Drexel was one of the very few that popped up that had the yellow ribbon program oh. to where they paid for the other portion that's not paid for. And mm. you post 9-11 GI Bill. Oh, so your okay. entire schooling gets paid for, you know, I only had wow. to pay for books, uh, you know, uniforms, knives, you know, things like that, yeah. you know, but uh, you know, I didn't have any, I had no debt, you know, That's and I was able beautiful. to, it was great. You know, I was yeah. able to leave. I took all my credits that I got from the military, transferred them over and I was able to finish my entire degree in th about three years. Wow. And, and that's with the help of the GI Bill. That's with the help of the GI wow. Bill. That's and the really post 9-11 GI Bill or the um, Yellow Ribbon Program. Mm. That's one thing that like, if you're going to go to school, see if they have something that's going to cover anything else that might be left over. Yeah. You know, like they're still, you know, the post, it only covers up to a certain amount. Mm. It's like, I don't know, 19,000, whatever it is. Right. But you know, you want to see if there's something out there that the school offers that will cover the rest. So let's talk about you got a love for pasta mm -hmm. when you traveled to Italy. Well, it was a little bit before that. Okay. So it was, I had mm -hmm. a pasta making class in school. Okay. And my former business partner and I, we were kind of like, you know, I tossed around this idea of like a fast casual type of pasta, nice. you know, which didn't seem to exist here in the city. Mm -hmm. um, and it was strange because, you know, you have an entire Italian market, but all the pasta yeah. places here are sit down, white tablecloth, you know, wine, waiters, the whole thing. Right. And it didn't seem to make any sense as to why you can't make high quality pasta right. and sell it at a, you know, a reasonable price, a lower price mm -hmm. um, for people. And it's just quick, you know? Yeah. So we started thinking about that. We started looking at um, some of the stuff we were making in school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. 
I then did a study abroad at the end, my last term in school, which is like a phenomenal way to end a school, oh, yeah. was in Italy. Nice. So I did that for three months or so, and that really inspired a lot of the menu. Wow. Um, and just, I brought that back. I, just, I remember writing a whole bunch of stuff down for about what could be on the menu here. Wow. And I just, yeah, I just took it with me. And that's what's, that's what's here now. That's you know? awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I love that you can find inspiration um, and find a love in something and then travel to do that. I yeah. always tell people, don't get stuck where you're at. Yeah. Traveling is important because you get a lot of culture from that and, and a lot of experiences that you're not going to get just where you're living at. Oh, yeah. There's so many other things going on in the yeah. world. The world is huge. Yeah. You know, it's like massive. <laughs> and even like, you know, because a lot of people, even in the military, they're like, oh, they'll travel out. But sometimes they won't really leave too far outside of the base. Right. You know? Right. Um, so it's kind of like you really got to go not too deep, but you can go out into the neighborhoods of yeah. some of these places where tourists don't go. Right. And just you know, they'll still welcome you. They'll, mm -hmm. they'll still take your money if you're going to eat. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, exactly right. So, you know, just do it, you know. Right. Why That's not? That's awesome, man. I was looking into your story a little bit. You started in 2020 mm -hmm. um, in a ghost kitchen. Right. Yeah. So talk, tell people about what that is. Right. So the ghost kitchens were a relatively new concept. People have been doing this kind of like quietly like yeah. for some time even before the pandemic right. but the pandemic really took them off mm -hmm. because all the restaurants were kind of halfway closed down fully yeah. closed yeah. you know so these are basically at least the ones here in philly are like apartments for restaurants mm. so you go into this building and you don't really you wouldn't know that there are a bunch of restaurants in there mm. but if you like go up the stairs you'll see that they're just like apartments all these mm. doors and in each door is a kitchen, like a mm. small 150, 200 square foot kitchen. Mm. And all you're doing is Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats, sales uh, of your food. So you can nice. open up, and that's how we opened up our, our store, was right. just through those delivery platforms. That's how we could make sales. And nice. on the company that we were with that was running these ghost kitchens, yeah. they were still kind of developing in a way. Mm. So we couldn't even really take phone orders. We oh. couldn't, and our, we couldn't take uh, website orders either. Mm. It just wasn't integrated into their system yet. Right. And they were really expensive um, as far as rent and, and a lot of the other things that they were charging, whereas actually it ended up being more money for us there than it is here. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty and wild. We're downtown Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Now. This, this is, is like where I think that people spend some money to be here. You're in prime downtown. territory. You've right. got walking crowd right oh, here yeah. right now. Um, you, uh, we'll give you show you a little bit of a video afterwards, but you've got like you kind of come down into right. it, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. You know, off the street, which is a, which is cool, you know. So. Um, how did you get this location now? Because I know that it had to be a struggle. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, getting the location wasn't that big of a struggle. It was actually, so we left the ghost kitchens after seven months. I, I did a very short contract with them because I wasn't too sure about it. I'm glad I did. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of walking around downtown one day. This was 2021, 2020, early or late 2020, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just kind of walking around thinking just, you know, trying to clear my head, trying to figure out where can we go next because I didn't want to stay in the ghost kitchens. Right. And I just happened to be walking down Walnut and I saw this space mm -hmm. and I was like, they had the big, um, that, that big pink bear, you know, mm -hmm. this says that the space was open. I'm like, oh, this seems pretty dope. Yeah. And I knew that spaces 
you know, in this area, just like what you're saying, I mean, you're mm -hmm. in high traffic, a lot of walking, a lot yeah. of cars, so mm -hmm. high visibility. So I knew it was gonna be really expensive. Right. But because this place is kind of underground, mm -hmm. I figured, well, it couldn't be that much. Right. Because some of these spaces, you know, they're gonna go for $10,000 or more Absolutely. a month. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we, coincidentally, we did look at a place around the corner that they mm -hmm. were asking for like 12000 a month. And I was like, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're still, they still haven't moved it yet. Right. So that tells you a little bit about, you know, how the economy is still working around here. Absolutely. And this space, I mean, kind of like as you see it is how it was. Now we yeah. decorated it a little bit. We painted the walls. We right. put up the, the thing here. Yeah. But all of the expensive stuff, mm -hmm. you know, all of the construction, this, the, 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 the what is it, the countertop the here, yeah. the hood system, all of that mm -hmm. was here. And those things oh, cost, good. I mean, if, if I, if I came in and the stuff wasn't there, probably would have ran about $50,000 to put Gosh. all that stuff in. Yeah, yeah. So it was perfect. This place mm -hmm. was already set up for what we needed it for. And I'm like, well, we just, we just need to do this. Yeah. So we moved in, we, we separated, um, got the keys to the place maybe um, two, three weeks later. Yeah. And just started hammering away at like, you know, cleaning the place up, putting on our nice. own equipment, getting the permits and it's all the other stuff. Time. Yeah. Yeah. That is a lot of work. Exactly. It's a mix of uh, labor of love. 100%. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I don't have any, I didn't have enough money to hire, you know, teams of people to come in here mm -hmm. and, and clean the place up and paint the walls. I did all this work myself. Wow. You know, yeah. um, and at that time I had lost my business partner because he wasn't, you know, it just wasn't, it was too much work. Yeah. You know, it was a lot, a lot of work. So he just yeah. wasn't feeling it. So I lost him. So I, before we opened, I was the only one running this. Wow. You know? Yeah. Um, so putting all this stuff together, getting all of that was just left up to me at that point. Wow. So incredible amount of work. Yeah. And that was September, 2021 when we finally got open. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, kudos to you for the perseverance. Um, and, uh, sticking to your dream right yeah. you know what i mean like this this is like one of those things where i'm like wow is this a is this a possibility downtown yeah. you know when i saw the address this was like damn dude is downtown yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we get people from the hotels all the time that's like awesome. they're walking down they're yeah. like they're just looking for something quick yeah you know and all of the places that are around here they usually close up at about eight you know yeah. we're open till nine ten o'clock oh that's awesome so yeah we get we get stragglers that come in all the time just yeah looking for food Tell us about the food. Tell us about, a little bit about your pasta. What's your favorite pasta that you make here? So I think my favorite is probably, it's probably the pistachio pesto. That's our, uh, our take on a regular pesto sauce. You know, normally it goes with pine nuts. We throw some pistachios in there, mm -hmm. um, some basil, some spinach, a lot of garlic. It's nice. like super savory. It's really delicious and it's really fresh. It's not like heavy. Right. Because you know, it's not a lot of sauce, mm. um, but it's really, really packed full of flavor. I like that with like shrimp or maybe sausage or something oh, like that. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah, that sounds and, awesome. Yeah, and I'll do yeah. it with, um, usually I'll do it with like the rigatoni noodles. Nice. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of like what we do is, you know, you can customize everything. Yeah. Know? So if you wanted to have the pistachio pesto sauce by itself is actually vegan, you know, oh. so you wouldn't really know it. Mm. Um, but you could just, you know, you have the vegan pistachio pesto, right? And you get wow. that maybe with some tomatoes or some spinach or whatever else, something like and that. You're good to go. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, so you can do vegetarian and you could do your standard meat. I try to cover all the bases, yeah. you know, <laughs> gluten-free. We got gluten, we got really great gluten-free noodles, really great. Yeah. We get those imported from Italy because nice. um, we obviously we can't make them here. Yeah. Um, but the gluten-free, we got vegan, we got vegetarian, you know, I try to, like the meatballs, normally meatballs are made with um, uh, veal, pork, and uh, beef. Mm. That's the normal mix. Right. But when I opened up in the ghost kitchen, the ghost kitchen was out in West Philly. It was a heavy Muslim population. Yeah. And a lot of people just didn't eat pork. Right. And so I was like, all right, cool. Well, I'll do chicken and beef meatballs. Mm. And I realized I had to label those yeah. as chicken and beef because mm. a lot of people would just assume that it would come with pork. Right. You know, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, wow. So it was kind of one of the things we have to kind of play for to the audience you have. Yeah, you exactly. Know? That makes yeah. perfect sense, especially, yeah. So with this, you've got a staff now. Yeah. You've been working here, you've been here for over a year now. Yeah, we're coming up on two years in September. That's awesome, yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, we're trying, yeah. man. Like, it, we're better than we were last year. I was actually just, the other day, I was looking at the numbers of 2021 of January and February, and then they, this, this year's numbers, and we're, we're way better. Nice. Way, way, way better. Nice. So we're gaining, like, you know, it's a slow build. You know, mm -hmm. you kind of think that you're going to be off to the races and you're just going to start making money when people yeah. start. But it, in a restaurant, you kind of go through, like, this dip, especially during the winter time, mm -hmm. um, And the summer here in Philly because, you know, everybody's off to the beach or the college right. students are in. Yeah. Um, so that was a really rough time. Like, our first year last year was really, really, really rough. Yeah. But now we're, like picking back up steam you know a lot of more people are coming in who haven't tried us before who are we're regulars you know nice. we have regulars now who come in it's awesome yeah it's great yeah. we get a lot of catering orders in i do a lot of catering for um the businesses just in like a three block air, uh, radius here that's fantastic you know we just go up drop the food off we do giant trays of pasta wow. um again it's all customizable so the people who are making, who are ordering the food, mm -hmm. they can order something from everybody, you know, because mm -hmm. it's kind of like a headache and you're trying to order food for 50 people, you know, right. and you got some people who are vegan, you got some people who are vegetarian, yeah. oh, I don't eat pork, well, I don't want to do cheese. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> you know, it's yeah, so a it's, lot to deal with. Yeah, you can't just order like a pizza, right. you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have to kind of, you know, you create something where that everybody can have it, Yeah. you know, and, and, the offices around here, they really like that because it's easy for them. Yeah. That's and cool. who doesn't like pasta? Right. You know, so. <laughs> I know, and if you don't, I don't know. Right, you're you like, I don't really want to friends. talk with you anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah. So one of the things I like to leave people with at the end of the show, especially, uh, and being a business owner as you are, um, I like to leave people with a business tip or something maybe that you learned along yeah. your journey that might help people who are kind of in your position right now, maybe struggling, um, looking for that way up. Yeah. Maybe there's a little advice you could give them. I would definitely say to never give up. Like mm. if you have customers, even if you only got like five customers, but yeah. they really love your product, yeah. there's a good chance and you're gonna be able to find like 500 other customers mm. that are gonna really love your product. Right. So I would say if you can, if you really believe in what you have and you have that sort of, that, that backing from, you know, the people that have tried whatever it is that you got, mm. keep moving forward, mm. you know? So if you're like, you know, down on money, see if you can, you know, pull back your costs some more, see if you can, you know, drive the ball even harder to gain another customer to, to get you out of that dip. Yeah. Because if you have something that people like, mm. 
there's a really good chance that there are way more people out there that really like your product. Yeah. So you just have to just keep driving it. And it's always going to be like, you're here because you got something really great, but then it's going to dip down because, you know, you're going to just kind of run out of steam a little bit. So right. then when you're in that valley, you got to just go back up the hill again, yeah. you know, <laughs> the, the way same way. Because, yeah. you know, there's yeah. the, the, the other side of it is you just, you keep, you keep getting new and new customers because that word spreads. Yeah. You know, yeah. it'll, people will talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Speaking of talking about it, um, you're on social media. Yeah. Tell people how you can, they can find you. So people can find us uh, on Instagram, at Farina Noodle. Um, our address here is 132 South 17th Street. Uh, they can, if they're looking for catering orders, they can email me at info at farinapastaphl.com where they can give a call to the store at uh, 267-930-3928. The future yeah. of yeah, yeah. Farina Pasta. Um, I, I feel like you got a goal you want to spread. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The idea is I want to take this and I want to move this to like four or 500 different locations. You oh, know? wow. The more <laughs> that I like interact with customers, the more five-star reviews we get, it's like, why couldn't this be the next Chipotle pasta? Absolutely. You know, there's no reason, you know, we can right. get the food out to people quickly. It's great food, you know, mm -hmm. people love it. Mm -hmm. So why can't we just take that and scale it to something yeah. that size? So, wow. I mean, that's really, that's my goal is to just keep growing, get into a second location, build that second location. I wanted to have more windows than where we are now, <laughs> but um, you know, something that's up above and now people can really see what we're doing nice. and then just third location, fourth location, just nice. take off from there. That's know. awesome, man. Yeah. Hey, congratulations Thank on you. your journey right now, especially moving forward. Um, I'm there for it, man. Like Thank when you, especially when you start to expand and grow, you guys make sure you like and follow, subscribe to Shots from the Winchester podcast, and we'll talk to you later. Mm -hmm.